0: Coming up on Verse Chorus Verse, three idiots take the long way around gun control, minefield land. That's next. Welcome to Verse Chorus Verse, episode 152. I am DL. I'm doing well. I hope you are too. And with me is Evil. I wonder if he brought a metal song. Jimmy, (laughs) Evil, how are
1: you? I'm doing very well. And that's it. And did you bring a metal song? (laughs) I did. Imagine that. Surprise. Surprise.
0: She's here. Also with us, Rachel, the cowboy kid. Rachel, how are you doing?
2: (laughs) Not a cowboy kid. Why not? Uh.
0: You are wearing the shirt of a cowboy kid, my friend. It's like a fucking Harley Wolf shirt.
2: It's a. I found it at a thrift store, and it's a Sturgis shirt.
1: What's Sturgis?
2: It's a. What? Um, you don't know what
1: Sturgis is? It's like a giant, like Harley Davidson rider convention yeah. sort of party. Is it in Idaho?
2: No. <laughs> well, you don't
0: have to laugh at the South person Dakota. not in the know. <laughs> you evil fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you should. It, is it in Reno? It's in South North, Dakota.
2: South Dakota, yeah. It's in a decoder. Yeah. Is it's it like, in
1: Sturgis?
2: Yeah. D- yes. That's why it's called Sturgis. Okay. Sorry. It's so, like Woodstock. Uh, okay. It's all
0: coming together. I, nah. I, I, okay. It's, I'm it's kind of
1: falling apart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are here for another Break It Down. It's our fourth one. It's our last one.
2: Aww.
0: Rachel, scale of one to 10, how much do you like the episodes where we're dissecting songs instead of albums?
2: I just like you boys so much that I just, any chance to hang out makes me happy. I like the breaking down in the songs. I like getting a little more granular. So
0: yeah. Are you messing with your lighting?
2: Yeah. I hit up when I okay. hit this.
0: Making sure I'm not having a stroke. <laughs> uh, evil, same question. One
1: specific song talk. I like it uh, because I feel like we all bring interesting songs. Even if it's not your thing, it's just one song. <laughs> it's yeah. not your thing instead of whole fucking album of garbage so (laughs) (laughs) this group of songs was probably the most fun for me to listen to oh good as a group of songs for a breakdown episode break it down episode i might feel the
0: opposite but we will uh we'll get
2: there um, you know, he's not talking about his guys, own song.
0: Guys, I got news for you. What's your news? Once we finish recording this episode, including the finale stuff, we are in single digits recording left. Oh boy. Isn't that crazy? That's that is.
2: exciting.
0: Nine more episodes to record in season three and we are Audi 5,000.
2: Oh shit. What are we going to do? Should we start a podcast to fill the time?
0: <laughs> Let's do <laughs> chorus versus chorus. <laughs> 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 Break it down, part four. That is what we're doing. Each of us brought a song to talk about. Maybe I need to just get to it, because it's been a long week. Time to drink. I'm going to go first, because I suck. Most important part of the night, what are we drinking? It's, I'm kind of a broken record. I've been recording a ton of YouTube videos. And uh, check out the YouTube, by the way. I do not promote it enough on here. I really suck at that. But the YouTubes have grown from, it's... It's good. It, it's good. too. hey, it's pretty good now. <laughs> uh, so, it's not bad. Yeah. So, I would
2: share these videos. E- exactly.
0: We're getting to that <laughs> point. So, go check out the YouTubes. We are doing the Rolling Stone top 500 albums. We're breaking down every single one of them if we like it, if we don't. Uh, placements. I'm also going over my top five albums from last year. Sven's still doing the Funhouse ones. Maybe a little bit of clickbait for us, but hey, we're not above that, right? whore out spin getting us action whoring out yes exactly (laughs) um i am drinking water basically (laughs) it's a michelob ultra
2: beer flavored water yes
0: it's kind of my drink lately i'm watching the lbs doing a good job so get it yeah there we are sorry it's not exciting but fuck you guys rachel what do you? Hi. hi, haven't seen you in a while. What are you
2: drinking? Uh, a Gatorita.
0: Okay, how did? It's, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm wondering if you stole this. What's in your Gatorita? Le,
2: it's lemon lime, Gatorade, and tequila.
1: That's one ingredient away from being a turbo margarita. It sure is. We, we should have a turbo margarita episode.
2: We. Oh, that's good. That's actually yeah. really good.
1: It's got what plant? It's just
2: eighteen hundred and. <sighs> Uh huh. God, I've fucking read
1: something recently about farmers in somewhere. Let's let's say India. That they were. I don't like where this is going. They were putting cola on their plants as a pesticide (laughs) because it's cheaper than pesticide and it actually works. And I'm like, and Terry (laughs) Crews just pops in your
0: head. (laughs) Gatorade and tequila. No, not a terrible combo. Evil has taught that's us good. this in the past. Yes, mm-hmm. we will have to have a Turbo Margarita episode.
1: Maybe Ugh, I'll need fucking Tums maybe, for that episode.
0: Maybe, maybe in the... Well, I'm going to have to edit that out but maybe in the finale we can do... Uh, that's a scary finale drink though. Turbo it's, margarita. it's very smart because of the electrolytes
1: but it's very dumb because of the sugar and the heartburn. heartburn.
2: So what's in the All Turbo right, so version? I
1: came up with this shortly out of college as a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's very much a college. It looks like it's like a college drink. It looks like. Ecto
0: cooler. Yeah.
1: And it, it, it's <laughs> once it's a specific tequila. It's uh, Tarantula Azul. It's a blue tinged tequila. And it's a little bit lower proof. Oh. It's a whole bottle of that, a whole bottle of the small bottle of Rose's Lime and a whole like okay. the biggest bottle you can get of Lemon Lime Gatorade. And it's turbo because- That
2: ratio still is not- You
1: just pour all three together. There's no measuring. You just pour those three things together, turbo, and then drink it, turbo. It's got what plants crave, turbo. (laughs) It sounds very strong though. Well, we don't make (laughs) drinks
0: to be weak.
2: Uh, How's your beer, David?
0: I didn't make this (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) Evil,
1: what do you have? (laughs) So finally found some Buffalo Trace in the state of Idaho. Yay! It's been not to be found because Again. of the there's some lawsuit in oh. Idaho being state controlled. Sazerac lawsuit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's fucked up the distribution to the state, and since it's state controlled alcohol commission, it's been hard to find. And I evil. Got a big I want you to know. It,
0: the... I just want you to know. In Washington, I have zero trouble getting Buffalo Trace at any time.
2: You should move to Washington, evil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hate that. Yeah. I really do. Anyway, I got a bottle. And so I'm having an old fashioned. It's a double old fashioned mm. with Buffalo Trace.
0: Double old fashioned. Me thinks it might have been yep. a
1: long week for
0: you. It was old, <laughs> old fashioned. Break it down episodes. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to f- try to cram this into one episode. That's what she said. Uh <laughs> Rachel evil. It's good to see you. I feel like I haven't fucking hung out with you guys for a while. It's been a, it, it, It's been too long. Yeah, we did, we hung out with Angie? It, it, it's always, always a little different. True. We have to be on better behavior than we do. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah You know
2: when we have guests. All right,
0: <laughs> let's talk about school shootings next. True. We'll be right back David. You're the one that picked the fucking song Enjoy it this year, because I will kick your ass off next year, I swear (laughs) to (laughs) God. Hey everybody, we're back! Let's get into our first song. We're going to do Rachel's pick first, take advantage of the editing while we can, let it fly.
2: Hell damn fart. First song of the night is Foster the People's Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah. This is Foster the People's debut single it was released in 2010 in September it was actually released as a free download because that was a thing back then I didn't know that Um, it picked up some speed after nylon used it in some advertising and then they got a record deal shortly after that so that's how this song came about Mark Foster was just like hanging out at his jingle writing gig and was like hi I I could go to the beach today or I could write a song. I don't really want to write a song because I have writer's block. I'm going to go to the beach. Just kidding. I'm going to write a song. And then he wrote this. He recorded all of the parts himself. That was the demo that was played for a while. And it got released on Torches, their first album. Everybody loved it. Nobody really listened to the lyrics. The people that did listen to the lyrics were a little like. Everybody loved it. Yeah. It was catchy. It's catchy as fuck. Did you get people that not (laughs) loved it?
0: I mean reading, reading look, David, I'm just going to say this. Apparently, <laughs> can you guys guess what Guardian gave it? 4, four. <laughs> four out of 5? They gave it 2 out of 5 stars.
2: What? Motherfuckers. Must Holy have been a different Rachel. guy yeah. in
0: reviews. We we need to have a talk about the fucking songs that you're bringing to the fucking table. Why? I'm just kidding. I actually, I fucking love this album. I love this song. I really <laughs> like Foster the People. You did a good job on this one. Uh, this is, yeah, yeah. No, I'm dead serious. This is, a, okay. I love this song. I love this ba- I think this band is super underrated. Unfortunately, they got caught in that whole mid-2000s, not mid-2000s, 2000, what, uh, 9, 10, 11. But they got caught in that whole uh, kind of indie hippie, not hippie, oh, hipster sure. Like yeah, yeah. Portugal, the man,
2: Foster the People. A lot of things people. sounded very similar the same. Similar the same?
1: That's, that was one of those bands back
2: then. Similar Similar the similar, same. <laughs> the same. <laughs> I'm drinking my Gatorade. Gatorade New band name I that. call it.
0: No, I think this album, this uh, particularly this album from Foster the People, is spectacular. And yeah. you're right. This song is catchy as fuck, man. The mm, song was mm-hmm. Grammy.
2: Nominated and this album was Grammy nominated and won a Billboard award. So it was very well received in that way. Chart wise, it charted pretty well um in the States.
0: Why'd you bring this song?
2: I was just trying to think of songs that had, a, I like songs that you listen to that you don't realize what the lyrics are.
0: What do you think? Like that one day that you're driving down the road and you're like, D- did he just say outrun my gun? Yeah. And then right. I was very, very intrigued to hear about your thoughts on this song. Foster the People doesn't seem like your type of jam. This is a catchy as fuck song. So where do you a sit? Super,
1: with this? super duper catchy. I know this song on a background listening level really well. Like,
0: heard it a lot at Buffalo Wild Wings kind of thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a very like played in the gym, I don't know, fucking countless times during my my tenure doing strength coaching. It starts playing. I'm like, oh, fuck. I know this song. And I get the lyrics out. And I'm like, no, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't at all.
1: <laughs> so it was really super interesting to experience the lyrics through a new lens because.
2: So you had not really heard. You'd heard the song, but not really heard the lyrics until yeah, studying for this.
1: F- full disclosure. I don't fucking care about lyrics. <laughs> I, it, totally I don't totally listen to lyrics. Might as well jump. You know, Um, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Take a drink. And so when I sat down with the lyrics, I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're here now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No. You know,
0: why? Okay. uh, Why are you being so ooh about bringing this?
2: It's pretty dark. This topic for me is it's this is for you for parents. I didn't really think this one through. Before I pulled it out, <laughs> and because when I was studying for it, I got to some dark fucking rabbit holes.
0: Rachel, Dio goes dark. dark. Or rabbit holes dark. I yeah. love that you brought this to the table. I know. I, I mean, we've talked about this. My favorite thing, bright poppy stuff. Yeah. That all of a sudden you realize. Oh shit! Yeah, I absolutely love this song. I think it's fantastic. I kind of think that this misses the mark. To me, this is somewhat of a half-assed. What's it, what's his name? Brian Foster. Mark. mark. Thank you. Mark. Mark Foster kind of half-assed this. I don't want to step on your toes if you had if you had this no. coming. But first off,
1: oh, she he, has this coming. <laughs> that is Give what she said.
0: Her. First off, it, he went to the beach and he was just fucking dinking around and he yeah. wrote this. He he had seen something on TV about whichever of the 700 school shootings had had just happened, mm-hmm. and he wrote yeah. this. He was pretty flippant about it. He was pretty like, well, you know, I'm just really sick of all this. Yeah. But then you also find out that is it the bass player's cousin yeah,
2: was in Columbine,
0: survived Columbine. Yeah. The bass player's cousin was in the fucking cafeteria where yeah. all those people got gunned down. Yeah. So it hit close to home. Mm-hmm. What's the quote? Do you either of you have the quote? Did either of you find it that he also said that this was kind of a fuck you to
2: hipsters? You know, I saw that quote and I think yeah. I got angry and didn't copy it down.
1: Okay. I'm going to defend <laughs> this a little bit. This version of the song, it's a demo that he never intended to be the full song. And he hates that like the chorus just repeats over and over and over. He's like, I, they don't even play it this way live. Hmm. But because it, it blew up so fast, we're like, we can't change it. Yes. Because it's already got traction. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to let that slide a little bit. I, I don't think it was lazy writing. I think it was incomplete.
0: I think, I think you're very right. And I think one of the big tells of that is how fucking shit the production is on this song. Sure. It's eerily shitty. Like you remember the Napster days when you would download a song and after downloading the quality was so bad and the treble was so tinny Mm
2: -hmm. That
0: this song is like that yeah Pumped Up Kicks is a fuck you song to hipsters in a way because it's a song that hipsters are going to want to dance to without knowing what it's about right Mm -hmm. have you seen Foster the People yeah Is there a hipstery? I mean, they are about as They Have a
2: hipster vibe.
0: Extremely hipster vibe. That dude wears scarfs on stage, man. That is a.
2: (laughs) That was the style.
1: Fucking. Hey, the Red Baron wore a scarf. Come on.
2: Ah, such good pizza.
1: Let's go into the lyrics, shall we? Shall we? Oof, let's do it.
0: Bake us away, toys.
2: Yeah, lyrics. So you said that this was lazy.
0: I don't think. Let me hang on. I don't think this was lazy. I think he gave the attitude like it's lazy. Instead of backing this up and being like, yeah, this song's fucking... That's what this is about. Isn't it I, that kind of a hipster
2: I, way to do things, though? Just kind of like, and then he mm, says, I don't care. The if it gets popular, I, I, it gets I, He's one of them self-hating hipsters. That's why.
0: Aren't all hipsters self-hating? I, as a hipster, I can vouch. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think he was lazy, not the writing. Like I said, I love this song.
2: So you don't think the writing is lazy,
0: lyrically? I personally fucking love the lyrics to this song.
2: Okay. But do you think it's lazy?
0: No. Okay. I think he kind of fell into a brilliant song. That's kind of what I think.
2: I think so too. They're just so simple. You know, the two words that were edited out of the radio, bullet. And
0: MTV. And gun. Fucking, yeah.
2: Takes away those two words, taking that out of the song. Like just takes away the whole meaning of the song. Yeah. Obviously, it, it's a lot more powerful with that.
0: This has to piss you guys off too. The ridiculousness of editing out the words gun and bullet. Yeah. From a song. The fucking
1: absurdity of editing those words out ah the lion the witch and the audacity of that bitch
2: (laughs) (laughs) so the reasoning for editing out the words was a lot of parents up in arms thought this was glorifying gun violence it wasn't like this depressing song and then they threw in those words it's the juxtaposition of those words with The feel of the song.
0: It reminds me a lot of, you know, you also brought This Is America. Right. This is a fun song. Dance to it and ignore what's actually going on. (laughs) Right. It has that sort of
1: feel. Yeah. I think there is a a glimmer of genius that gets missed in this song. Go on. The line about it being a six shooter gun. Mm. Because a six shooter is a fucking, that's like a 60s cow, like Western cowboy Cowboy portrayal. Yeah. of a gun the glorification Outlaw of, it's Jonesy like fucking wales. yeah i was gonna say it's fucking clint eastwood yeah the cigarette rolled cigarette hanging in the lip it's like this glorification of josie wales is the fucking perfect pull there and it's they, the man they just no slide name. that in there so sort of- yeah gunfighter ethos which is like a storytelling archetype it like subverts that character as a hero yeah okay i think that's brilliant it is a lazy delivery of it which i think is a credit to the songwriting what i love about this the daddy
0: works a long day coming home late mm-hmm. dinner's in the kitchen and it's packed and ice yeah tell me what your thoughts are on this portion of the song this verse where where he's going with this
2: i feel like that plays to the loner vibe that a lot of school shooters have left alone their parents are absent and I think that that kind of is painting a picture of that. His dad's not home. Dinner's in the freezer, so it's TV dinner at best is what you're, what you're getting and you're making it yourself. Dad's coming home late. He's bringing me a surprise. Like, this is every parent that's trying to make up for not being present with their kid is like, oh, I'll bring you home a toy. I'll bring you home something. Oh. Like, it'll make up for me never being around. And then, you know, the very beginning of the song is talking about going around in his dad's closet and playing and the reason that's happening mm-hmm. is because your dad's not around you're able to go rooting in your dad's closet playing with guns yeah and has a rolled cigarette it's obviously a kid this is not legal to, for him to have a cigarette so he's doing all these things when his parents are not home at all
0: i took it as a completely different thing go on <laughs> what i took it as daddy works long day coming home late dinner's in the kitchen it's packed and ice i look at it as the dad's coming home as an angry drunk packed in ice is like beer
2: oh he's he's getting
0: another beer and then the slide of my hand is a quick pull trigger he's fantasizing about killing his dad oh because a lot of those stories start with the kids doing whatever to their parents and then moving on to the school or whatever you know It's very interesting because I think yours makes more sense.
2: Yours makes sense too, though.
1: That's why I like doing this because I took it as a completely different thing than you did. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here trying to wrap my mind around this concept of the gunslinger archetypal character being (laughs) a positive for one generation, but completely dysfunctional for another. Yeah. I don't know how to reconcile that because I feel like my generation's right in the middle. I
0: have a framed portrait of the man with no name on my workbench in my garage
1: yeah that's like my dad's generation like as a man that's what you're supposed to be yes right modern times that doesn't work out so well (laughs) no yeah, This is how we know
0: this is a good song to pick, Rachel, because mm. I haven't even glanced at my notes. Yeah, me either. Yay. Torch's debut album. I love this album. I really do. John McCrae, best line of the
1: song. I'm going back Ooh. to what I was talking about earlier. He found a six-shooter gun in his dad's closet and with a box of fun things. Is Fuck. that
0: What do you think that is? Is it bullets? <sighs> a fucking weird dad it's, plethora of shit? No, that's like,
1: I, I don't know. My interpretation is like, The gun's a fun thing. In his dad's mind, it means something different than it does to this kid. Gotcha.
2: Yeah.
0: I like it. I will go next. I think the fucking chorus is brilliant. All the kids Mm. with the pumped up kicks better run faster than my bullet. The pumped up kicks thing is a play on the, typically, the kid that's, doing this is the ostracized usually lower income right i don't even think it's statistically accurate after they i don't want to pretend like i'm a fucking school shooting expert but i from what i've read because we read about it every other day in america there isn't that often that it's actually there's not a lot of i'm only shooting these people that that's what we used to think it was but it's actually they're just going in and fucking shooting the pumped up kicks maybe it's the athletes Maybe it's the kids with the nicer shoes.
2: I think you're very right in that a lot of times it's just for the kids, they get injured yeah. and killed. It's the wrong place at the wrong time. But it's the people that are the higher echelon of of kids that are the ones that are bullying. It, with that in mind, I think that pumped up kicks is appropriate. I picked Daddy Works a Long Day. He's bringing me a surprise because dinner's in the kitchen and it's packed in ice. I have to say I
0: like, David,
2: your interpretation better than mine, even though mine was really good. Uh, Demographic
0: award right back to you, Rachel.
2: The demographic, according to Mark Foster, was pissing off hipsters, but (laughs) also to raise mental illness awareness amongst teenagers and kids.
0: I don't get that.
2: That's what the goal was. Hmm. There's a group of people that say guns are the problem. And then there's a group of people that say we love guns. Guns are not the problem. It's mental health. But still, nobody's doing anything about anything.
0: You know, it can be two things, idiots.
2: It is both yeah. things.
0: The last uh, four minutes will
1: be edited out. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, evil what's the demographic <laughs> I don't even want to answer <laughs> my notes uh, fuck I don't
2: you had notes yes I,
1: I <laughs> notes uh Anyone who went to high school in the post Columbine era was my notes. I think that's very fair. That's an answer. Yeah, I unfortunately I just said America. Basically,
0: it's
2: yeah, it's this our, is America.
0: It, yeah, this is our thing, and we know it. Freebird Award is this the band's best song? I actually don't think it is. I think it's close. Uh, I really like this f- whole album. I think this is a really, really good
1: album. Evil, you don't strike me as a Foster the People person. No, uh, I did. I, I had fun listening to all three albums that the three songs we picked came from. Yeah. It was super enjoyable. I didn't know any other song from the Foster the People album. It was their biggest hit.
2: For sure. Yeah, this is obviously their most popular I don't know that it's their best.
1: John Paul Jones
0: Award. Rachel, right back to you.
2: I didn't have a good answer, so I wrote Bob Dylan Harmonica. What? Which I think, like a Bob Dylan Harmonica.
0: As a serious answer?
2: <laughs> I what? feel like I can use <laughs> to calm it down a little bit. I don't know. I can say whatever I want. You
1: can. It's true. Uh, evil? I'm going hard in the paint because she allows me to do so. That's... <laughs> Are we gonna have Tech Nine throw some bars on this song? I don't sure <laughs> it'd be fitting because his name's a gun.
0: That's not a Rachel, you're like, you're making like, oh my god,
1: this is offensive that's, face. That's- Every nobody can see my face, this-
2: David. This is radio.
1: I had a Dune moment, like, his name is a killing word. <laughs> I just watched the new Dune, it's good last week. Yeah, it's not bad, and I loved it.
2: Yeah, wait, the new Dune. Like the first, yeah. The second part, like, the second part it came yeah. out like two years you ago. You just—that's embarrassing. It's. Do uh, you like it? It was good. I loved
0: it. It's such a DL movie. It's all slow it's and fucking yeah. quiet, and, and the cinematography is fucking absurd. Yeah. See, and
2: I thought it went by really fast for being such a long movie. I but the, I love because at the end I was like, "Wait, what?" I,
1: yeah, I loved it. I watched the the fantastic. David Lynch version on Friday. That version that is so. It's so weird. It's, so, it's stupid. so weird.
0: Yeah. When they fight with the shields. <laughs> But it's like the like fucking Roblox characters.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fucking Minecraft. It's hilarious. John Paul Jones award I said better production. It's the easy answer, but oh. he needs to get a producer to come in and fucking fix this beat.
2: I don't know, man. I feel like it I feel like the shittiness plays to the song really well.
0: Nah. Was this ahead of its time or well t- <laughs> this is well timed. This is 2011 in America, it's well timed. Rachel,
2: mm. things were just picking up actually because in the 90s there were 99 school shooting incidents. 2009 there were 80 from 2010 to 2019, there were 261. And in the last three years, there have been 149. Whew. It could have been used nothing's fucking changing. I don't want to be like, what's the goddamn point? Cause this didn't work.
1: Evil, what about you? I guess musically it kind of fits in the MGMT era stuff at that time. And then I wrote fuck off Interpol because when I like let things play, Interpol would be like the next song and like a shuffle. You're welcome. Yeah, fuck all of that, so. You're welcome. Is
0: the band as good as the song? I already said I love them, I love this album. I love their second album too. Uh, So yeah, absolutely. But Evil, what about you? Sure. Rachel?
2: Yeah, I feel like the song's a very good representation of their talent. All right,
0: that's easy. Who won the
2: song, Rachel? I wrote, whoever realized someone around them might have a mental illness. I know I was just an asshole and said the song did fucking nothing, but I suppose any awareness is a little bit of awareness. I mean, things maybe could be worse. Who knows?
0: I don't think this guy was doing anything to try to raise awareness. I don't. I think you wrote a fucking cool fucking song. About dark American content. And then when they asked him, he had to be like, Yeah, 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 raising awareness. Sure. Who won the song? Speaking of which, me, I did. Great deal goes Dark Song. Yeah, that's Evil, true.
1: who won the song? I didn't answer that question. I answered a que- the question, Who lost the song? And it was Spaghetti Westerns lost that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> the glorification of those kinds of characters. Now what? I just want to oh. go watch Pale
0: Rider. Um, <laughs> that's Pumped Up Kicks. Ladies and gentlemen, good bring, Rachel. Well done. Thanks. Let's take a break and let's get to a little bit of metal. We are back. Evil song. It's time. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Uh, We are going
1: to talk about the song Dismantle the Dictator by the band Revocation. My favorite is of their second album existence is futile released on september 29th of 2009 it was well-reviewed although you know metal of this kind is it's one of those that the people that are going to
0: review it are going to love it yes of course yeah
1: yeah i'm a big fan of revocation this song i chose specifically for a few reasons It was my first introduction to Revocation. The metalcore era from the early 2000s had kind of run its course a little bit. And so I was looking, I was like, what's next? What's more technical, more heavy? And I found these guys and was really into it. It also plays into my theme for the four episodes that we've done this year. What's the theme? The band Death. Yeah. And anyone who is connected to Death, only one Kevin Bacon away. So what's the Mm -hmm. connect? It's, I'm... It's got to be David Davidson, but what's the connection? Dave Davidson is heavily influenced. This band is heavily influenced by death. They have covered many death songs. Okay. His signature guitar is uh, a Jackson Warrior, I think. It's a stupid fucking X design similar to the BC Rich Stealth that Chuck Schuldiner from Death Played.
0: Eddie Van Halen amplification.
1: Right. I mean, hmm. fucking all of them. Checking all the boxes there. I like revocation because they're technical death metal, but they have the musicians that play with him are kind of tongue in cheek a little bit with it. Like he's a wildly accomplished musician. He's trained in jazz. He loves metal and they're just trying to create fun stuff. Graduated cum laude from fucking Berkeley, dude.
2: Nice. Yeah.
0: That is what she said. Um, Rachel, our, our budding resident metalhead, what'd you think of this one?
2: This was very metal. (laughs) It it was. While I appreciated the musicality of this one, it was a little bit much for me. The gentlemen are very talented though. I I do have to say uh, there's a lot of musically that I enjoyed the guitar with the drumming back and forth. Fabulous.
0: (laughs) The guitar with the drumming and the hay. <laughs> <laughs> is,
1: is it okay to mimic Cosby? Ooh.
2: The
0: guitar with the drumming and the jalopening. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't make fun of him now, when the fuck could we have made fun of him?
1: This is your fault, Rachel. It you is. did this to us. Why'd you bring us I Bill know. Cosby and
0: the Pumped Up Kicks today? I just did. Evil, this is by far the coolest thing that you've brought to this this year. Seriously? Yes. What? Uh, What? This shit is fucking wild in the best ways. This is fucking jazz influenced. Yes. Faith No More influenced. Yep. This is fucking Primus influenced.
1: There's that. This is
0: like 4-4 into 6-4. And then there's 2-4. And then at the end, they just go fucking ape shit. And you don't even like... I (laughs) dare you to figure out what fucking time signature they're using. I went into a fucking Dave Davidson rabbit hole. This guy is... A fucking madman. Yes. You know who I guarantee he is an influence for is Nick
1: Lee. One hundred percent.
0: This is such Nick Lee style. The amount of brilliant jazz influence here, and while I agree with Rachel that if the fucking guy would just stop screaming for a second, (laughs) and then when the chorus comes and you have to do, it's stop (laughs) just shush and play the cool things please that said this song's fucking rad dude yeah i think it accidentally happened the first time i would let it flow into the rest of the album like i would just Mm -hmm. be listening and then Mm -hmm. it would just go to the next songs these guys i would as a non-metal guy that appreciates good music i would absolutely get into these guys yeah absolutely
1: oh good that makes me happy I feel the same way. They're special. Like I like try on a a whole bunch of different stuff to see if it fits. And (laughs) there's other stuff that I really like of theirs, but I'm like, it's not accessible at all. This one kind of is. It's like I said, it's, there's some tongue in cheek. They have a sense of humor. It's jazzy. That solo at the end is fucking chef's kiss. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right at this point in time and currently they're a three-piece it's a fucking three-piece band doing this which correct me if i'm wrong evil because i don't have a lot of notes on
0: this but david davidson is the lead vocalist and only fucking guitarist on this right yeah on
1: this song yeah
0: what the fuck (laughs) that's not you should not be able to do that no you
1: really shouldn't he's special
0: phil dubois and anthony Hmm. what is it anthony buddha Buddha, like
2: ketis did you just
0: say beat Diabetes, Ketis um, he, no. Anthony
2: Ketis sucking my mom's penis. Um, the, <laughs> ah,
0: <the> <laughs> <laughs> thunder rolling drums. Yeah, the fucking slap bass that you just never hear in metal. Yeah, right. Like these guys are doing shit that other fucking people do not do. And yeah. isn't? Yeah, aren't these guys on tour now with
1: Unearth? Yeah, with Unearth. <laughs> yep. What? Yep.
2: Why are you here? I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're trained musicians. Like he went to college for this. It's not like he's just. He didn't just go to college, <laughs> dude. Come laude from Berkeley. Right. If you are
0: going to school for music, there's maybe two other, three other schools that right. are going to yeah. be yeah. more profound than that. Yeah. I guarantee you this dude is. One of the better guitar players you're ever going to hear. Ever. I talked about one thing that's silly about your metal things. Now <laughs> that we've talked about how great it is, I have to talk about another silly thing. What the fuck <laughs> is up with metal band <laughs> logos, Jimmy?
1: I specifically like the death metal, like the technical death metal. Yes. I don't know.
0: Are they trying to do like a anagram <laughs> kind of?
1: Oh, I, I don't uh, know what it is. I. <laughs> It makes no it sense. It looks
0: so sharp and dangerous. The memes are The amazing. memes for metal bands are amazing. Yes, it is true.
1: Death metal logos and lyrics are just stupid. Uh, that it's, was going to be silly thing number three was the lyrics. It's all about the musicianship. I don't get it. Like, I <laughs> I am like, I'm falling in love slowly with the band Cattle Decapitation, which I'm like, always wrote them off. Then I started listening to them like, Jesus Christ. Christ, this is good. Didn't they
0: just come out with the album like yeah. last year or two yeah. years ago? Yeah, it is so That good. album's crazy good.
1: And then you, like, you look at the cover, though, and you're like,
0: this is... Well, and their name is high decapitation.
1: The visuals and the art and the lyricism, it's like out of a junior high kid's like yes. notebook that he's doodling in when he doesn't want to pay attention to class. Rachel, our resident lyric person.
2: <sighs> the lyrics in this were... so good i read the trevor earlier today was like how's jimmy's song that he brought and i was like how the fuck do you think jimmy's song is and And trevor was like do you think he's like is he actually is he just trolling you guys is that what he's doing no is he bringing (laughs) look i
0: I gotta tell you i've reached my metal maximum i think for this year (laughs) i've been through a lot of metal this year but yeah,
2: you have. We all have. I tell
0: you what, thanks to that, I've ran into a lot of fucking really good musicians.
2: There are a lot of talented musicians within the metal family. Like a lot, a lot. Even you
0: circumvented a- that question about the lyrics better than you circumvented the gun control. So I'll get there. Okay.
2: There are some of the most talented musicians we've come across this year. Uh the lyrics rhyme. <laughs> and good. Uh, that was spectacular. Uh, that is multi-symbolic words. Yeah. So uh They're
0: <laughs> metal. What they were going for in the message? I don't think you and I's song is that far off evil. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Greg Graffin is a
2: little bit better, but... Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just
1: a little more nuance there. But he, yeah. he's also not right. fucking playing like arpeggios and shit over the top of it.
2: Oh, geez.
0: I mean, the song is called did you say the name of the song
1: dismantle the dictator yeah i did okay <laughs> yeah early on sorry i mean I did. You, what are we even
0: talking you get about get the title of the song you know what's up that's pretty much it <laughs> john McRae best line of the so song. much guitar I, hey, uh, I'll go with, this kind of the easy way, but it's a line from Dune and I don't, I'm going to butcher it, but it's basically any leader that wanted to be a leader is a terrible leader.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. I like the idea of calling a leader a corpse master. I think that's mm. kind of fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. like the very first line. Pretty badass, actually. Rachel, what's your favorite Lyrics.
2: I think as a whole, I don't really love the lyrics altogether, but when you chop them up into sentences, I like them a little bit better. They're a little less of themselves, <laughs> I guess. So I said, uh, the fog of propaganda instilled across generations inhibits thoughts, sapping vital motivations. Twins. Yay. I thought that painted a really good picture. Very well written.
0: Let's go to Evil because he did twins, so he didn't really get to answer. Demographic award. Who
1: is this for? The demographic award. This is for... I'm going to say
0: white, bald
1: dudes that lift kettlebells and wear sleeveless t-shirts. Those guys, for sure. (laughs) Yes. I specifically said technical metalheads who grew up on metalocalypse. I like that. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with your answer and my answer. Uh, Rachel, what about you Evil and his ilk? The stairway award. Is this the band's best song? I have no clue. I'm going to guess no, because I actually really like even the song right after it is mm-hmm. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, evil,
1: is this the band's best song? I don't think it's their best. I think it's a good one. It was really early in their career. They put out a, ton of albums since then and grown as musicians it's maybe one of the best introductions to them hmm. that's what i was gonna say gonna say this is a really good no dude seriously award yeah, song yeah because yeah. if
0: you if you like this i feel like you're gonna like the band
1: right yeah the other song i would pick they did an ep that was sponsored by scion the car brand um <laughs> I fuck, I don't know. Uh, right? Don't say that right after I drink. The, the, the Grip Titans is is also very, 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 very good. And has a fucking hilarious video.
0: Rachel, what are your five favorite <laughs> revocation songs?
2: I have five. So uh, the Grip Titans, that's what, what I, I had. Do. <laughs> 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 You also have Dyer's Eve. Of unworldly origin, eternal chaos unleashed yeah. through the power of death.
0: Good job reading. <laughs> Google.
2: What if those was fake? The,
0: the John Paul Jones Award right back to you, Rachel.
2: Oh, I was an asshole and wrote Lars for the Drum Duet. Uh. But I think this is great. I don't think that it could be added to or taken away from.
0: I love what Dave Davidson's doing. I really don't want the lyrics in this. <laughs> There's this fucking prog metal thing going on. Dissonant that da 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 bam. I just want to hear that. Yeah. This song is like four minutes of a rush breakdown. And that's all I want to hear. So
2: I have a question for you john paul jones award i feel like you should edit because it says if you could replace or add one musician on the song and in my head i don't put lyric i don't think about lyrics i'm
0: just taking away the guy singing you're replacing the singing but you said the lyrics
2: i meant singing no
0: vocals okay okay
1: evil what you got i agree with rachel it would be hard to squeeze anything else in here yeah i figure if alive or dead could be on this album that Dave would want to play with it. would be Chuck Schildener. And that's, I don't know. Maybe he they could have a dueling solo towards the end.
0: Didn't he do a lot of work with, um, why am I blanking on his name? A Megadeth guitarist. Marty Friedman? Yeah. Didn't Dave Davidson do a couple projects with Marty Friedman? Marty Friedman, who invited Davidson to be a guest songwriter for a track on his solo album, Inferno. Friedman went on to describe Davidson as an amazing guitarist and songwriter. He is carrying the flag of metal. You know what I'm listening to tonight?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bob Dylan harmonica.
0: Evil. Is this ahead of its time or well-timed? Which is a good question as far as metal is concerned.
2: Ooh,
1: it was super awesomely timed for me because it was at a time where I needed something new and refreshing. Was it well-timed? Dave is always, he was super young when this came out and- if you like look at the video, he looks like a kid, maybe a little before its time. Just I said
0: whatever evil says, I'm going to agree with because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I think the fact that I hear a lot of influence by, like I said, those early '90s rock bands, yeah, uh, that that had a lot of funk jazz, mm-hmm. really hurt a lot of faith no more in this. I think it's well. I'm gonna say it's well timed. Rachel?
2: I don't know. Good answer. If I did not know when this was made, it would be hard to place it. So I do think in that way, it did well.
0: And then who won the song? Me? Sure.
1: Not the dictators.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said evil, but also mm. evil. Evil. <laughs>
1: I like that I always well win the metal songs. You do.
2: <laughs> Don't you feel like <laughs> you love this song though?
1: It's so true though. Like I wouldn't bring these songs if I didn't. This song well, makes you so happy. Like,
2: um, I yeah,
0: I'm just gonna say, hey, fucking guitar players, man. Like, even if you are not a metal person and you listen Ugh. to these and you're like, I I like what they're saying, I'm not gonna listen to the metal. Listen to this song. Dude. If you're a guitar player, you're gonna love this. It's fucking amazing. Just listen it, just trust me. Dude. Listen to this it, fucking song. Yes. Two down, one to go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking do this. Don't you miss the days when the country wasn't divided when George W. Bush Jr. was in office? (laughs) Um, The song that I brought...
1: Strategery.
0: Fool me once... The song that I brought today is Let Them Eat War by the band Bad Religion. Song released in 2004 through Epitaph Label, produced by Greg Graffin and Brett Gurewitz, written by Greg Graffin lead singer and motherfucking genius behind the band bad religion let them eat war was off of the empire strikes first which was bad religion's 13th studio album kind of marked a bit of a renaissance for bad religion if you will this was in the middle of a few really 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 fucking good albums of a punk band that figured out how to be an older punk band. Mm. This song is about as good of a feel for what a lot of the country was feeling during the post 9-11 Iraq war. After the let's fuck everybody up hangover of 9-11 to then the, wait a minute, what are we doing now? Did that make sense what I just said? Not to me. No. Uh, <sighs> So 9-11 happens. Everybody's like, let's go fucking murder some Middle Easterners. Everybody had an American flag up in their house. And then what? Six months later, maybe a year, everybody was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hang on. Wait, Patriot Act what? Huh? Thank you. George Orwell, (laughs) we're not in Afghanistan. We're in Iraq. Rachel, had you ever heard this song before?
2: I don't think so. A lot of bad religion blends together for me if I don't sit down with the lyrics. I get that. And Vincent was out of the house by this point. So I don't don't think that I ran into this one. I love bad religion. I like bad religion a lot. Okay. And so with that, this was great.
0: So unintentionally, Evil had asked me something a while back, and I don't remember why or what we were talking about, but he'd asked me what a good bad religion introduction for him would be. unintentionally I think this song is is a good one a pretty fucking
1: good one yep evil what'd you think spot on yay I am punk rock curious I'm obviously (laughs) I've got my hands full of metal and if someone were to ask me who's your favorite punk band I would really want to say Bad Religion Uh I just don't feel like I've done the work to actually deserve to be able to say (laughs) that yet and this song makes me want to do the work.
0: I love that.
1: We did good on our songs this time,
0: everybody. We did. I made a joke at the beginning trying to throw people Mm -hmm. off, but I actually thought... No, you did. did. No, (laughs) I did. But no, I thought everybody brought fucking brilliant songs to this one. 2004 in America, I had a theme as well this year. I don't think anybody can guess it, though. War? Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't fucking... Clearly. It wasn't rocket (laughs) surgery. But no, I actually had a pretty specific... My idea was to actually tackle war from four different perspectives. Ooh. So the very first song that I picked was Welcome to Hell by Black Midi. Mm -hmm. That was the in the shit song. You are the soldier, here you are in the shit going insane. And then I did Zombie. Mm -hmm. You are in the shit from the civilian's eyes. Mm. This war is happening in your backyard. And then I had the soldier aftermath, Hell Broke Mm -hmm. Loose what happens to the soldier when they get home and now i have geopolitical implication the politics behind war nice nice work. so very good hey work. thanks
2: you should run a podcast and
0: i <laughs> i am hard pressed to think off the top of my head a song that is better at explaining a feeling of politics behind war as let mm-hmm. them eat war by mm-hmm. bad religion okay I thought both of you would love this because to me, there are two parts of this song up both your alleys. Number one, it's the using war as political gain for a nation. seems like something that Rachel would eat up and want to study. Mm -hmm. I also think there is a lot of evil already used the term Patriot Act. Look at this war going on. Mm. And now I can do all this to society Mm. as far as Patriot Act. And here's what's going to happen to your taxes. Evil, as far as the lyrics, the non-lyric
1: person. Right up front, there's something that caught my attention. The whole intro, there's a prophet on a mountain and he's making up dinner. And then the line with long division and a writing crop. Writing, not writing. I don't know what the fuck a writing crop is. Wait, isn't it writing? It's writing. I know what a writing crop is, which is like a horse whip that jockeys use. Is this like a super clever play on words?
2: I think with a crop, a writing crop, you're directing your animal. With a writing crop, you're directing... The people, and yeah. this is from the governmental perspective. No, Motherfucker,
1: and also the math and the dollars and the.
0: See, that's where mine and I'm. God, I love this so much. This is why I want to do these episodes because once again, my mind went somewhere totally fucking different. And first off, I didn't even catch that it was writing crop and not writing. Do you crop. pull up the lyrics, <laughs> or, or do you just was, sit
2: and listen to them? Yeah, I pull okay. them up
0: uh, most of the time. But I, on a song like this, I've I mean, heard this heard 700 this, yeah. times. I just thought yep, I knew it. Yeah. Oh, you know what though you know where I pull them up? I pull them up on Genius. And on Genius, it says writing crop, oh, like R-I-D-I-N-G. Oh. But the real lyrics, you're right, it's writing crop. Yeah. Where my head went, the guy gets to be the prophet, he was the first one to get to the weapon, you know, think 2001 Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. the monkey with the bone. Mm-hmm. And long division, he's the first one with the knowledge. Yeah. Gets to dictate what happens to the people. Right. I really fucking like your take. I'm real smart. <laughs> and then it gets much less uh well here's how you can take this yeah america's working corp mm-hmm. right and then the chorus let them eat war that's how to ration the poor
1: mm-hmm.
0: fucking greg graffit man he knows what he's doing yep swinging public opinion makes it easier to ignore or swallow that the country was kind of going to shit we were such a miserable people and we were so mad for some reason i'm listening to the song and it kind of makes it's almost nostalgic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask this to Evil because I'm have a, having a hard time talking about this, and I want him to have a hard time too. <laughs> what is it about our feelings back then that made it so much more innocent and not as offensive to talk about as it is now?
2: I think people are a little more sensitive these days.
1: Clear. yes. Pe- is people that what are it is? a
2: ton more sensitive, and also right as. You know, this came out, you were 22-ish when this came out. So you're like a young 20-something kid who doesn't give a fuck. Nothing is off limits when you're that young.
1: We will look back at difficult trying times with nostalgia, especially in a group dynamic because you have shared adversity and that brings people together in a weird way.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a universally more disliked president than George Bush Jr.?
2: I mean, not in our time for sure. I can think of one, but not universally disliked.
0: Yeah, that's no, not not more hated, right? But just universally, universally- like, like this a- guy.
1: He was a very easy target because he was. I'm editing it. Out. <laughs> made out to be a doofus. Will Ferrell's portrayal of him, you know, strategery.
2: Right. And do you think that was that's not a betrayal, base That's what he said.
1: I know. I know. No, I'm not. No. It's not like people and, like
2: really had to think up, not you know. defending
1: at all. I'm just saying that the fucking mission to accomplish photo. I mean, that it's, alone. it's so good, but it's you know, what's so b- super bizarre. And I think this plays into your, your thoughts about why do we look back fondly on this as a president who in his tenure serving as president was so mocked and hated everyone is disgusted by it he's increasingly looked at with rose co- color yeah, glasses by absolutely. both sides of the spectrum which fucking blows me away i don't understand that
0: the only thing i can think of is that that was the first time that i can remember that people were super aware of the fact that the
1: president doesn't do
0: shit it's their cabinet <laughs> and, and his cabinet <laughs> was evil as well I shouldn't
1: say that. It reminds me of the Bill Hicks bit where Bill Hicks is talking about like, you know, president wins and and celebrate whatever and gives his inaugural address and then gets pulled into the dark room where people are puffing on cigars that you've never seen before. The people actually run shit. A screen rolls down and the lights go down. They're like, roll the film. And you see the JFK assassination from an angle you've never seen it before. (laughs) And then the lights come on and they slide a paper with this agenda on it. And they're like, any questions?
0: Yikes. <laughs> That's what it
1: reminds me of.
0: You know what else
1: that was uh, big back in the day? Why does this seem like a bigger thing back then
0: too? The Christian right. Breaking bread with their benevolent host who never stole from the rich to give to the poor all he gave, ever gave to them was a war. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say bigger deal because it, it's been a big deal with the last couple presidents too of making sure that you have the Catholic vote. Yeah. But there was mm-hmm. something about then it just felt bigger I feel me. like
2: this is when the uptick that started happening. Really psychopathically religious zealots. The people that had conservative thoughts started going a little too far
1: are you saying this is when the christian right became the christian wrong (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) what do we think of sage francis's
0: rap in this Mm.
2: i'm into it rachel
0: makes a i'm into it face yeah evil evil. (laughs) it works i love the lines in it yeah it's an odd thing to hear in a punk song sure uh is it you know what it is evil it's not bad religiony to me. Okay. That's what throws me off. Is Got that it? This is not... No. It's like is a it good,
2: weird good Grammy religion? song. They no. throw two different people together.
0: Anybody have uh, anything else on this one?
2: Let Them Eat War is an allusion to let them eat cake, with Marie Antoinette callously saying, oh, well, there's no bread for the poor people? Let them have cake then.
0: Do you think that's a plan? Because I always took Marie Antoinette as the complete disassociation with the rich and powerful. A the, thousand percent. The absolute ignorance Where this is kind of the opposite. This is saying they are very aware. They just don't give a shit.
2: That's a good point.
0: What's the line evil? To maintain the patriarchy. Mm, That's
1: goddamn right. The (laughs) glory of the patriarchy.
2: (laughs) You could still draw them together in that nobody in that monarchy and nobody in that government cared enough. Those under them alive. Whether it be from ignorance or from fuck these people who fucking cares anyway. Because really, it was a fuck, both of them was a fuck you
0: to the people. And we also, uh, just kind of getting it out there, we haven't talked about the
1: musicality on this, which is amazing. Uh, The guitar. Thank you. I was just going to talk about that fucking riff. That ascending, descending line is just.
0: Amazing guitar. The drums are so on point. I fucking love the drums of Bad Religion. And, of course, my favorite, Greg Graffin, and his, not only just his singing, but the backup vocals for Bad Religion and the way they record them are always just so fucking amazing.
1: those three part harmonies are so Absurd. good and, it, and it's subtle it's subtle but it's like one of those things that once you notice it i'm like fuck yes these guys are pros at what they're doing
2: yes
0: on
1: so many levels
0: very much agree i sure do love these guys and i love this song do you have a bad religion favorite, tattoo i do okay just spreading all the secrets yeah.
2: um i've got more
0: the john, the john McCrae best line <laughs> of the song uh rachel i'll go right to you
2: i don't have an answer is the short answer To this, there were so many that I really liked, I could not narrow it down. Mm. I did love the squeeze some blue collars, let them bleed from their necks. Yeah. That's good. There's so many good visuals. I guess now that we talked about it, the long division with the riding crop.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: That's good.
0: Just the throwaway line of at a job site, the boss is godlike. Yeah. Seasoned vets with their feet in nets. These little throwaway lines that are painting this picture of what war makes society. Why are you shaking your head?
1: You, dumb bastards are missing the best line in the song, and oh. it's the delivery right there's an urgent need to feed and then that pause and then declining pride so fucking good I and love it, it. it doesn't hit you until you see it in writing
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and are listening to it and then it's just like it's like a gut punch.
0: I took the easy way out. let them eat war. that's how to ration the poor that's yeah. yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Right back to
1: you. What's the demographic? Gray hair, Gen X, legit punk fans, which I will be joining the ranks of soon.
0: (laughs) It's us. Like I said, the people of an age post 9-11 that were young and pissed off and didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Justifiably. Rachel, what about you?
2: Uh, Agree with all the answers. I also feel like this song could fit any war ever. Um, And so.
0: (laughs) packing AD.
2: In that way. Back works in AD, what for the? all the people. And I think it's a good I'm middle finger to the government as well.
0: What? <laughs> I'm an idiot. is <laughs> I'm just an idiot. Way back way in the back right in now. AD. <laughs> I'm just not that buddies. smart tonight, everybody. Um, <laughs> the Stairway Award, not their best song, but it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. It's not my favorite Bad Religion song. How about you, Rachel?
2: Yeah, same. Yep. 21st century, American Jesus, Sorrow Infected, No Control. There's a ton of, there's a ton of.
1: Pulling out Sorrow on us. Evil, what about you? The one bad religion album I do know is Stranger Than Fiction. It's fucking brilliant. It is. So because of that, because it came out 10 years before this, I said, no, this isn't their best song. However, much like Dismantle the Dictator is a great segue or introduction to revocation i think this is the perfect gateway into bad religion it is a really good gateway i'm very smart
2: you are so all over the place with how you feel about yourself tonight
1: yeah (laughs) every day Two seconds ago every day every day every
0: day the john paul jones award i will start uh look i'm i wouldn't change anything about this song i said take the rap out but the lines in it are vital that's the only thing that i would say without being a chicken shit and saying i wouldn't change anything Mm. rachel john paul
1: jones award you chicken chicken shit shit. (laughs) what about you evil do you know who it's really missing jesus of suburbia
0: (laughs) i thought you were just gonna say jesus and i was like i like it i like it i could see jesus getting behind this song i (laughs) know Ahead of its time or well-timed. I mean, I
1: this is fucking perfectly timed. Yeah, I, I agree. In, in that era, this was spot on.
2: Hondo. Copy-paste. Is
1: the band as good as the
0: song? We've established that. Yeah. Fuck yes. yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> Bad Religion is amazing. Who won the song? I did. We did. Ooh. All of us. I just said it already, you guys. We
1: were young and mad. Uh, Rachel?
2: Yeah, you won. Yes, <clears> I <throat> <So> won. Evil?
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to win this song. I will earn the right to say that my favorite punk band is Bad Religion. After this song, you and me both, my uh, friend. Related, when I searched the lyrics for the song, people also searched for, uh, BYOB, System nice. of a Down, Zombie, The Cranberries, Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine, P sells, but who's, who's buying? buying? Megadeth, love it. Yeah, that's a pretty good
0: company yeah. to be Those in. Are all I we talked about Stranger Than Fiction. You know what year that came out. Ooh, I do. Foreshadowing.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: We've broken down so many songs. Uh, Rachel, what is your favorite song that we have gone over in all of these?
2: David, let's remind the people the songs that we've listened to.
0: <laughs> I brought uh, Welcome to Hell by Black Midi. I brought Zombie by the Cranberries. I brought this song, Let Them Eat War by Bad Religion. And I brought Hell Broke Loose mm. by
1: Tom Motherfucking weights, evil. What did you bring? I brought "Story to Tell" by Death. Yeah, that was good. I I brought "Space for This" by Cynic. Oh Jesus Christ! I brought an Opeth song, uh "The Grand Conjur- Conjuration." Yes. I think yeah is what that, I brought from it. Opeth. And and then this dismantled the dictator revocation. Rachel, what did you bring? That's
2: a great question, David. Landslide. Yep. This is America. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and then Pumped Up Kicks.
0: She did. Rachel, what was your favorite song out of all these that we went over?
2: Uh, Can I pick one from each person?
0: Yeah, sure. You want to be a wuss about it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is my favorite one for evil. Dismantled to the dictator, I think. Although I really did enjoy space for this. So that's kind of close, but I feel like musically this one. Space
0: for this was cool, but I'm casting my vote now because I agree. I think this was by far the coolest one. This is rad.
2: Favorite songs of mine, not most interesting, because we'll talk about that. This is America. Zombie for yours, David, though. I do have to say your picks were the most fun. You did a really good job (sighs) of getting ones. Fun? That... Uh, you could go down a ton of rabbit holes that there was so much to them.
0: My favorite songs, Let Them Eat Wars, probably my favorite, just my own thing. Uh, Evil's, same thing. This one was was amazing. Rachel, you know what? I'm going to go landslide.
2: Really? I feel like you yeah, guys shit on that I,
0: one a lot. No, I'm not as huge of a Stevie Nicks guy as some people are, but I love Fleetwood Mac. And that song gave us like a fucking hour and 15 minutes to <laughs> talk. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. We on slide. Uh, which leads us into the most interesting song that we went over. I'll start. The conversation I most enjoyed and thought was most intriguing was This Is America. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, I think you?
2: you're right. But we had some really good conversations with these So as far as interesting, I feel like there's when we do these one off, there's so much more studying that we can do and so much more deep diving that we can do.
1: I like it. Evil. I'll rewind and get my favorites. Um, Oh, fuck me.
0: God damn it. You asshole.
1: (laughs) Why don't I just wrap it all up uh, into one (laughs) big thing? Do it. I really wanted to talk about Dismantle the Dictator. And because (laughs) of that, I picked Death. As my first song to get to (laughs) here,
0: it was all a fucking snail trail to get to here. It
1: it really was. And I fucking love Story to Tell. That's my, that might be my favorite death song. Mm. Dismantle the Dictator, I think of all of them is maybe my favorite. The two most interesting songs for me were This is America and Hell Broke Loose. Those are my favorite from each of you.
0: These are good episodes. We might need to keep these next year. Yes. That's it, everybody. Sorry for the weird edit that we just we just talked random pod (laughs) shit. But fuck you, okay. Join us next week. We've got a listener supported, and we've got one of our favorite people coming in to talk about a really cool fucking album, ladies and gentlemen. Really cool album. A resident lyric head who we're going to hear a lot more about that next year yeah thanks for talking to me tonight
2: hey thanks for inviting me to talk to you
0: hell yeah uh evil thank you for teaching us so much about metal this year oh
1: i'm glad that you were somewhat receptive to it somewhat
0: somewhat (laughs) let's just can we just chill with the vocals everybody come on (laughs) come on uh hey we love you guys we gotta go to bed good night good luck